I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everybody jump, 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 jump. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Tuesday morning to one and all. Tash of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Number to call 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Coming to you live, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete, be back with us. Thank you, gentlemen. On this oh. Tuesday morning, and we've got. Uh, yeah, we I just realized Pete's back. I, I yeah. didn't even notice. Yeah, I, just, I couldn't Darwin tell. Zook with the updates. Bogish out sick today. Moose, I couldn't tell with that magic glow green shirt Pete's wearing. Yes. that he's here today. Well, it's a very summertime. <laughs> he's got a, a nice eyes on, right? Or is, is that a nice eye? I don't know what that is. Come I'm actually not sure what the brand is. Yeah, Dillard. It was a Dillard shirt. Uh, like that. But yes, very summery look. Oh yeah, he looks great. Yes, he does. He looks good. Welcome back, Pete. Good yeah, to see you. We got three you. hours of. Uh, of chatter with you, taking it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, right here on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius and XM 206, the app as well, and uh, all of our great affiliates across the country. We thank you for joining us here on this Tuesday morning. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Uh, good, Bruce. You know, just you know, battled through the elements to get here as you always. You yeah, know, just you and I both. Would we deal with the rain, the heat, uh, the snow? It doesn't matter. I mean, they talk about the U.S. mailman. It don't matter. Uh, Morning Drive radio hosts, we battle through the elements and make it through the rain, and we get here to broadcast to our audience, which we love, every single one of you. Yes, um, exactly. you're right about that. So, uh, And we did battle through it this morning. I emotional. know. I'm yeah. very emotional today. I, so. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I, understand. I don't know if I compare us to Postman uh, in terms of the job that we do. Yeah, it's, our job's not that difficult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank God you're not my agent. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just playing around. Uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but a good Tuesday morning to one and all, and thanks for being locked into us uh, for the next three hours, and we appreciate that um, each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on CBS Sports Radio, Taz. And uh, we get it going here, talking a little bit about the the latest um, and uh, greatest headlines surrounding uh, former Giant, current Brown wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., as an interview that he did with GQ a couple months ago, uh, you know, gets re- released in a timely fashion as, you know, training camps are opening up uh, across the NFL landscape as we are now going to be uh, basically rolling downhill mm. until the start of uh, the NFL regular season. And, you know, in, in a wide-ranging interview in, in which Odell Beckham Jr., you know, talked about a new car and his sexuality and the rumors about whether or not he was gay or not and, you know, and, and all different things uh, about Odell Beckham Jr. A fascinating interview and a, a look into, you know, the mind of really one of the great athletes um, and one of the more talented football players that you'll see um, in the NFL regular season as long as he is healthy on the field. Right, um, right. Taz, you know the the nonsense for Beckham, uh, you know, just does not just does not seem to end. Um, and the the problem I have when when I when I take this and read this article is this, um, and and I know he's a, you know he's a different cat. I know he's a guy that you know certainly has done a great job of building his brand. But 
There does have to come up, and I know the interview was conducted two months ago, so it's not like the interview was right, conducted right. two days ago. Well, that's it was, important that it, you mention that, right? Right. It, right, it yeah. was two months ago. However, I mean they they do let you know when the <clears throat> when this is going to be released. I mean, you know, he's not. It's not a case of you do the interview and they're like, oh, you know what, it'll be out next week. Right, I mean, you right. do have an idea of when this is going to be released as well. You know, Beckham continuing to look back here on on the Giants. Um, and on his, you know, six years with Big Blue, you know, he's taking shots at the quarterback and Eli Manning saying basically, in essence, now I have a quarterback that can get me the football. Um, you know, now it's a matter of, you know, whether it be um, the general manager, Dave Gettleman or Pat Shermer feeling disrespected, going back to the playoff game in Green Bay, saying that he only had seven targets in the game. Remember the boat yeah. trip before yep, that yep. playoff game? He had a drop on a, four, a third down pass early in that game, and he even admitted that he did not play particularly well, but thought he deserved more than seven targets. There does come a point in time where Odell Beckham Jr. has got to move on from, uh, from talking about the Giants. Yeah, I agree, and hopefully he does. I mean, he's claiming that once he's in Cleveland, now he will stop. It will kind of, he's just moving on. Life moves on for him with the Browns. But I, I just want to say, I think it's important, and it's great that you mentioned that this was two months ago, this GQ article, because a lot of this is going to be a story everywhere, as you know, on TV and sport, covering sports and radio throughout the day. And a lot of people aren't going to say what you said. And that's very important because, I, you know, I usually try to give the athlete the benefit of the doubt to some way, some degree. Look, do I think Beckham is a great athlete? Yes. He's a great player, no doubt about it. Is he going to be really, really great with the uh, with the Browns? Probably. Good chance. As long as they can get him the ball, and as long as he don't flip out because he's not getting the ball, because yeah. that ball is going to be moving around a lot because there's a lot of talent on that offense. The thing is with Beckham, he's he's a pain in the rear here. You know, it's like, it's, and I know to your point, it was two months ago, but, dude, like once – you're moving on. You got to move on. I, you, you, I, I don't think he should have even. It, it almost seems like sour grapes. And the guy is so successful, Beckham. He's so damn talented. And the city of Cleveland's going to embrace him. The Browns with Baker Mayfield, Kitchens, the coach. You know, they, they, they're all going to embrace the hell out of him. They embrace him already, and they should. Just he didn't have to. Spit anything out of his mouth about the Giants. Well, I just would have moved on. Yeah, well, and and I agree with you. I w- and now it makes the interview more interesting, and and certainly oh, yeah. GQ wants him to talk about the Giants, and he wants to base. So do we. And, <laughs> well, I mean, right to an extent. I mean, it, you're right to an extent. I mean, not if you're a Brown fan. Not no. if you're not if you are rooting for the Cleveland Browns to take that step forward. Not if you're rooting and saying that you know all the egos in Cleveland. And different personalities are going to be able to mold and, and mesh together uh, in in Cleveland for the Browns as as they then maybe become a playoff team or contend to win the AFC North this upcoming year. Taz, but I totally agree with you. I, I and I'm I've been a you know we've both been Beckham supporters. Sure. I've been a Beckham supporter, you know, on radio and on TV. And 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 I look at this situation and I, I, it it just has to come to an end. I wish there was somebody in Odell Beckham's inner circle where it would pull him aside. And I'm not telling you that all he needs to do is talk about football and focus in on football, Taz, but he's got to stop looking behind him. And he's got to start just looking at what's in front of him. What's the what's in the past is in the past. And, right. you know, you're not going to be able to change everybody's opinion. People are going to say that Odell Beckham Jr. was the reason why the Giants lost. Listen, he's not the reason why the Giants lost. If you're an intelligent football fan, you know there were bigger problems than Odell Beckham Jr. Absolutely. with the way that that team was put together. So you're never going to be able to change, though, 
everybody's opinions. Right. And when you continue to do this, you continue to feed the narrative, Taz, that you are a distraction. Of course. That the talent does not equate or the talent does not outweigh the distraction that you bring to the table. And that's a problem. It is a problem. It's a, a serious problem. And I just, I, I got to tell you, I, I just think it's kind of his way. I got a funny feeling when he's in Cleveland, you know, when they're winning, even even if they're winning, if he if he's not getting the ball enough, I, I think he's going to, he's going to, he's an ultra competitive guy. He wants to be the alpha and there's a lot of alphas on that team, on that Browns team. And 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 the, the main alpha is the guy taking the snaps. So, you know, there's a lot of alphas there. And and, and he's going to have to share that that football and it's and when it's not, I think we're going to see the old I hope not. I hope this kid moves on. I hope he can just be as successful as he was with, with with the Giants even more. I hope he, I, you know, you and I both we have no dog in the fight here. We have nothing against Beckham no, or the Browns. You know, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, me, me 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 too, you know, but you know, with some stuff like I noticed, I'm trying to remember exactly where it was in the articles. There's a long article, ladies long. and gentlemen, if you didn't see it. Yeah. There was something in there and where he basically took credit for the Giants being on prime time. Like, he was the draw. Well, right. That... Like, he took all the credit. Now, listen, bro, ain't no doubt that he was a star of that team last year. I mean, nobody can argue that. Okay? Or the year before that. You don't have to say it. Well, that's the point. You just don't have to well, say it. Well, right, and and you don't have to. You don't have to. And, and I don't know why he needs to, Taz, because that's assumed. We all know the Giants weren't a good team, no. but everybody is walking around in the greater tri-state area. If you're a Giant fan, half of them are walking around with Beckham jerseys. Absolutely. On. You go to a Giant game when Beckham was a part of the team. Majority of the crowd, they're all walking. Around. He, he was a, a a massive star. He was a, a big sell. They sold jerseys. The Giants profited. Why do you think they, even with all the distractions, why do you think they gave him the contract they gave of him? Of course. And because they reward him because they thought that, you know, if they paid him, maybe the distractions would come to an end. Right. But he's also been his own worst enemy, right? Yeah. Sitting down doing that interview. Who was the rapper who was sitting next to? Lil uh, Wayne. Lil Wayne, right? Lil I mean, Wayne on was ESPN. Like right. Yeah. Is sitting there on ESPN last year and didn't let the Giants know that that interview was going to go down, right? The Giants were basically, you know, flabbergasted that all of a sudden he's sitting there with Lil Wayne doing an interview. Imagine getting him and watching that. Right, like, doing a wide ranging interview. I mean, they were stunned that that all went Come down on, as an yeah. organization. Crazy. I mean, you think about it, Taz. I mean, absolutely crazy. I mean, and, Wait, and, the interview goes parallel with this article because you see, I mean, he's got a really. Outlandish fashion look too. I mean, I you know his fashion game's no joke. I mean, no. you and I couldn't pull it off. No, no, no. I, but I mean, that goes along with the little Wayne thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a, like you said at the top of this program. He's an odd cat, right? And <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and 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 I'm all. I don't. I don't hold any. Yeah, who cares? Uh, yeah, right, I, right. I don't care. And you're right. I mean, I could not. I could not walk around wearing what Odell Beckham Jr. walks <laughs> around wearing. But I'm also not a a star wide receiver in the National Football League. I guess I look at it, Taz, and I say, well. At times, he's his own worst enemy. Like, you'd love to pull Beckham aside and say, you're not helping yourself. You're right. actually hurting yourself. Right, you're, right. You're, you're creating headaches that don't need to be created, right? You're not going to be able right, to change right. the narrative with the Giants. You're, not pro- you're, you're making it more difficult on yourself, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I will say one thing where I, I don't want to say I felt bad for him, but I reading the article, there was something in there when he was, they were talking about the commentators like Chris Carter or Ray Lewis you know, uh, two great fo- former football players, obviously, you know, great, amazing players. But, and basically saying how, and I'm paraphrasing kind of what Beckham said in the GQ article, more or less like these guys, you know, when they see you face to face, they hug you and they love you. You're like a little brother to them. 
Then they go on TV and they bury you. You know, and it's like, and he goes, and, and yeah, I could tell you, as a former commentator in a locked in with a locked room full of wrestlers, like, that's not cool. No. Like, so, as long as Beckham's telling the truth about Carter and Ray Lewis, I don't know why he would lie about that and go in, into a major platform like GQ and lie that Carter and uh, Ray Lewis act like his buddies when, when you know, when, when well, they're, they're not frauds. on TV. I mean, yeah, if that's the that's case, not then cool. Yeah, that's just not right, good. Yeah, so, that I, I fell from a little bit well, on Well, yeah, you know? I, and I'm not telling you the entire article is bad. Ted. No, it's not, no, it's I'm, not I'm, bad. I'm not it's saying good. that. Yeah, I mean, no, I, and that stuff I found to be interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. and if that's, if that exactly, if that did happen and that is the truth, I mean, then you learn something about Ray Lewis, and you learn something about Chris Carter. Right, I mean, then, right. you know that they're you know that they're frauds. Uh, right. But you know, I, my only focus is is in you know he could talk about the fashion, he could talk about his car, he, he could give you the lame excuse of why he was not at you know the the mini camps, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yep, in yep. terms of responsibilities. responsibilities yeah. Right? What was it <laughs> taking care of his dog? Yeah, or, or I mean, it was nonsense. <laughs> I mean, you're a multi-millionaire. <laughs> I mean, there are people that go down to the feed his dog. Know, <laughs> right? There are people that drop their dog off oh and go down God. the Jersey Shore for six days. Okay. You mean to tell me Odell Beckham Jr. making the amount of money he can't yeah, make can't have somebody watch his dog? He goes to camp. He can run a room for his right, dog. Right? Exactly. Can right. Plus, the, yeah, plus, training room. camps down in Antarctica. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not. Not like it's yeah. not like you're going away. I oh, mean, God. you walk around New York City, there's people walking dogs all over the place. So, <laughs> um, you know, that stuff. I, you know, I, my only focus is is on the Giants, Taz. Where I think that rubs me the wrong way because that just shows me a guy that cannot just let let go and let bygones be bygones. What happened in the past, everything that feel disrespected. Or that his brand is bigger than the Giants' brand, as you mentioned. You don't have to mention that. The stuff with the Giants needs to come to an end. Right, it ended right. badly. Uh, they paid yet, but here's the deal: it has even as disrespected, or you look at the seven targets in the playoff game, they gave you the contract you were looking for. Right, correct. They did pay you? They did. They did, they did a lot pay of money. You. A lot all, of money. All the all the complaints you might have, they did. They give did you that pay gift. him. And they it, did pay him. They did a lot of money. A lot of money. It was like he didn't want to beat it, and they still paid him a lot of money. And and the one thing he does say too, this is on a positive side, as you know, witness GQ GQ articles where he speaks positively of, of Mr. Marin, the Giants' president CEO. Yeah. He did. He did say he respects him and and grateful to him, and he should be. Now. You know, Gettleman, not so much. I don't think he's Gettleman too much on a head coach. And li- <laughs> no, or that coach. You're right, and, yeah. and that's nice. And, and listen, I think uh, I think he connected with John Mara because I think John Mara pulled him aside after the Eagle game uh, when he when he did that touchdown celebration yeah. yep, and yep. basically showed him the picture of him uh, mimicking, uh, you know, a, a dog urinating. Yes, and yes. and said, "Is this the way you want to represent yourself?" Yeah, yeah. I remember we talked about that. Remember, I remember we that. you brought that, that up. And, yeah, I remember and, that. And yeah. he said, "Is this the way you know? Is this the way you want to represent right. yourself and represent the Giants?" And I think there was kind of a you know a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Where I think you know John Mara and you know instead of Dave Gettleman calling him up and saying, "I'm trading you to Cleveland," um, <laughs> you know John Mara took him aside and. And really connected with Odell Beckham Jr. and that makes him, you know, a, you know, a really and Mar is a good owner. He is. He is. No, um, definitely is. And he's able to connect with with his players and everything like that. And you're right. Uh, all I'm not telling you all the entire article is yeah, bad. No, no, I know you're not. There no, are no. positives. There are positives in the article, and you brought up a number of them in, in terms of dealing with the former athletes, dealing with the Giants right, right. owner, and everything like that. That's all interesting, and I find him to be a very, very interesting personality. That you want to learn more about. You just want the drama and the nonsense to stop. You do. I mean, if you're a Browns fan, you're really hopeful that 
this guy can just just lock in and be an awesome teammate and be the awesome player he is, no matter if he's getting the football or not, and that he's he's happy if you know uh, Ninjoku's getting more looks that day and the tight end from the Browns are getting touchdowns or Callaway's getting some reps and he gets a touch. You know, you're just hopeful, and I believe he's a good teammate. Most of his teammates don't rip him. We haven't really heard that a lot. No, they don't. They love yeah, they, him. They love him, right? So, you know, now I, I you know I. I think that if we circle back to what I mentioned earlier here when we were talking in our, our show here, that when uh, Beckham basically saying that, well, I, I was the star and I was the draw and, and that's why we had primetime games and yada, yada, yada. I do think that's a slap, into the, that's a slap in the face to the locker room. Forget the organization, to the players. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is because you feel like, damn. So you leave now. You, well, you got moved to Cleveland. Okay, you're gone. All right, that wasn't on you. We got it. But now it's just like it was all about you, and any success we had was you. Any publicity we had, any TV primetime TV penetration we had was because of you, really. So we all suck then. I mean, it makes you as an athlete, you sit around and you're like, wow, that's not cool. And you start to really at that. I'm, I would, wouldn't be surprised if he got some private text from some of his former teammates saying, yo, dude, that wasn't cool. Yeah. You know, and, and it, you know because it, that I'm just telling you, that that's – that's a little bit. That's tough to deal with. Um, you know, if you're a former player and the guy leaves and he's like, "Yeah, it's because of me. We had anything." Right. That's well, like now you're gonna suck without me. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's the attitude. Yeah. You know I mean? and, and, <laughs> and yeah, right. That uh, that is not the case. That's how I read it. Anyway. <laughs> right. No. And and I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Now, there's a lot of truth to it because he was a huge selling point. The Giants weren't all that watchable, and people wanted to see Odell Beckham Jr. Totally true. Right. Totally true. They wanted to see him do the catch and everything like that. Right, right. So there's a there's a lot of there is truth to what he said. It just doesn't need to be something that is said. That's right, all. Right. And if you're the Cleveland Browns, you look at this scenario and you look at the GQ column and what you want. The message has got to be to Beckham is, listen, it's got to be about football here. Right, right. Um, our fan base is starving, starving for us to be relevant. We're on the precipice here. Uh, of being a, a really good football team. We've got a lot of talent on this team. You're talking about how much you want to win, how passionate of a football player you are, Taz. You know, let's let's not let's let bygones be bygones here. It's time now to just focus really on football. Yeah, I mean, that's got to yeah. be the message because it, it, the giant fan can deal with the drama. You imagine in Cleveland uh, where they 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 saw a team that was exciting. If Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't get in line. I'm not telling you he can't be himself, but I'm talking about being a great football player. It right. doesn't get in line and help the Browns win, and it becomes this temper tantrum, child, petulant child type of attitude. Right, right. The Brown fan will have even less, less. They'll have even more disdain for both Beckham than the Giant fan does right I think now. You're, I think you're right. I think that's a good point. You know, And the thing is with Beckham, you know, just him being on that team for the Browns, being being lined up, Okay, and one of those 11 starters, being out there, he helps the team because he's going to draw the best, you know, defensive back. He's going to draw the, you know, he's drawing. That's going to open things up. That's going to make life easy for, you know, Jarvis Landry or for Callaway or, or, or maybe Nick Chubb coming out of the backfield or just the running game in general. That just makes life easy. Just him being there. You know, I, I mean, I know, we, you know, we'll have time down the road here to get into the football schematics of the scheming of this. You got you got some legitimate offensive you know stars on this team that that, that you know once you got the your best guy on Beckham just him being there 
everything opens up, and you got a lot of talent, man. I'll tell you, they're in a good spot. As long as now, I'm with you. Beckham's got to stay in line, and he's got to he's got to keep his head right. And I got a funny feeling he's going to. I do think that. He's done talking about the Giants. I think he's going to see all this kind of backlash from his GQ thing that was two months ago and that it's coming forward now. And I think that he'll realize, you know, I got nothing else to say about the Giants. I'm done. I do. I feel like you do. you think, though? Think so? Um, you don't think so. I, I don't know if I could say that with a 100% so, certainty, Taz. I'm not. I, might be right. It might be. Uh, I'd lo- I hope you're right. I'm ruined. I, you know, I hope Cleveland is really good this year. I well, We both love Baker playing. Taz, I, there are some guys you know that just can't avoid the drama. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I work with guys. Right. Like yeah. I mean, there Mikey are. Mikey Yeah, right. But you know what I mean. There no, are I guys don't. that even with success yeah. can't let things go. And maybe Beckham is just one of those guys that just it comes along with him. Why is Mike ah. laughing right now? He's laughing because he thinks you're talking about me. I see what's going on here. No, 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 because... I'm, not, no I'm not even thinking I know you're me. not. Mike's just looking to be laughing. No, no, no. Because yeah. you referenced that I can't avoid drama. Right. <laughs> you're the least <laughs> dramatic guy ever. Yeah. I, no, I, I don't, don't know what you're I don't know if I could say that with 100% nah, sir. I like to believe that's true. I don't know. I, I Beckham, Beckham, I thought at this stage, and I know the interview was two months ago, I thought he'd be done referencing it, and you got to remember he did it two months ago. But they, you how know, how long ago was it? Was he traded? Right? But exactly, roughly when he was traded, that was it was. Uh, well, was they trade him right before the draft. Three months, three, yeah, so they trade him right before uh, the draft, a week right. before the draft. All right, so that was April. So I'm just trying to figure out the timeline. Rough I mean, the timeline. The draft was what April 26th, I think. Okay, and this was April so this article was July now. I'm trying to think of the timeline, Moose, of how much of a hot topic sensitivity was it that the Giants just moved him? You know what I mean? That he did this interview. That's what I'm saying. It was probably the interview was done. It was done two months ago, so it was probably done in May. So and he it was, was quickly after the interview was done. So he might have still had. It was probably stinging to him March, March, March 12. Okay. So you know what I mean? I'm just trying to figure out. You know, sometimes at times, as you know, I do a little detective. Was that work. far? It was that far before the draft. I thought it was closer to the draft. So it was that close? It was a little ways off before the draft. All right, dealt, right. dealt mid March, um, and I re- I remember it well because of uh, it was it was during the mix of all the March. You're a giant chaos. fan. There you That's go. why. <laughs> also because you're a giant That's fan. Yeah. You're right. He remembers that. He remembers remember that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could have still. But Taz, they let you know when this article is going to come out too. Yeah. Right. Right, true. They yeah, do. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it's not like they're you know, when you're doing this kind of an expose. Right, of course. They're going to let you know and your people, hey, this is coming out in June. You're this right. is no, coming I, out in July. I, you're right. It's some, I'm just saying maybe. How fresh was it? Right, right. How fresh was yeah, it? And, and to point. him, you know, I mean, he might have just been, he had to air it out there. Yes. You know what I mean? So it really was a good article. There was a lot There was a lot in that thing. I mean, oh, a lot. We'll, yeah. we'll uncover more of it in a little while. No question. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Time for Odell to move on from the Giants chatter. Would his comments worry you as a Browns fan? Want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Taz Moose on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. To 
to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right. Andrew Bogus is out sick today. Yeah, so we got hope, Darwin Zook in. Hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Zookster. You know, you weren't here last week. We had a whole big thing going on uh, with uh, Zooky. We don't call him. We don't want to call him Zooky. So we, we we did a whole thing on his name, Moose, like nicknames for Darwin. Okay. And uh, Darwin, hello, welcome to Taz and the Moose, sir. What's up, guys? Yes. Good to see you. Good morning. Tell yes, uh, he wasn't too fond of uh, well, Zooky. You're not too crazy. Yeah, it was a whole like uh, psychological study. I said I didn't want to be called Zooky, and sure enough, on the Twitter poll, everyone voted for Zooky. Yeah, like well, people have say, that. Yeah. yeah, once you say you don't want something, they're going to do that. Why can't people just be nice? Yeah. Well, no. well, social media. You no, know, that. and, and you're right. They all stay off. No, everybody does suck. Yeah, you're right. So here's the give you a quick social media update whenever we're ready. Yeah. Whenever we're ready, we'll do one. On the fly, Jones. You're welcome, Pete. Uh, yeah, so which nick... This is uh, Taz and the Moose, at Taz and the Moose. Which nickname uh, should we give? Fill in anchor, Darwin Zookers. This is what happens. Zook, Zook, Zook. Take two. Zookster, Z-Bone, Zookie, Z-Daddy. Zookie won, guys. 39%. Yeah. Zookie won. That was a real study on people right there. I said, please, not this one, and then everyone voted for that one. But, hey, what can you do? That's how it works. People Moose, have to troll on there. If you weren't on vacation, which one, honestly, would you have voted for? Zookster, Z-Bone, Zookie, or Z-Daddy? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably... Uh, this is already lost. You interest. Interest. I'd probably yeah, say, like, Z- yeah. no, probably say uh, Z-Bone. Know, Z-Bone. Yeah, sure. Z-Bone. <laughs> I don't know. Daddy. It was a great week. Yeah. As you can see, while you were gone, you missed a lot. Bro, this was four segments. Oh, yeah. this was four <laughs> segments. Four yeah. five. Three segments. Three segments. No, I mean, Zookie, I can understand why. I mean, right. uh, you know, you, yeah. I, I get that more than Z Daddy, I don't like. Yeah, no, Z Daddy, I didn't like. I call him Zookster. I mean, you call him Darwin. I, mean, I do call him Darwin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't have a good DZ. <laughs> Just DZ. That's yeah, fine that's by a good me. One, yeah, right. My friends call me Dar. So oh, I, really? Yeah. Well, Dar. Yeah. Demilitarized zone. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like Dar. You like Dar? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dar's not bad. That's pretty good. I like that. I don't right, like we'll Dar because that. Darwin wants to be called Dar. So like I'm like one. I guess so I'm like yeah, one of the trollers. I guess I am. Someone feels good about themselves. I know that, but you don't mean was at times I get a little weird. Right. I'm sure. The Taz. Yes, that's why you guys work. Moose is lifting yeah. people up. Taz, you're bringing them down. Well, that's well, it. That, that does happen. That's more than once. As Mikey B sits there and smiles. Uh, yeah. That's a funny line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. So. All right, here you go. Uh, uh, take it away, D-Bone. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> D-Bone. Right. We start on the diamond. D-Bone. The Astros have hit their stride this season, and if they needed more young power hitters, they discovered another one. It's Jordan Alvarez. And that's hit well and deep to right center. Canna is going back at the wall, looking up. See you later! Over the Astros' bullpen. Jordan Alvarez goes deep for the 11th time this year. And the Astros go up one to nothing. Robert Ford, their Strohs Radio Network. 22-year-old Alvarez drove in a pair of runs. He now has 35 RBIs. That passes Albert Pujols for the most ever by a player through their first 30 games in their career. Astros going on to pummel the A's 11-1. Six straight wins now, and they've opened up a seven-and-a-half game lead over Oakland in the AL West. 
Team going in the other direction, the Rangers. They dropped their eighth in a row, falling to the Mariners 7-3. How about the Giants? They were 12 games under 500 just over three weeks ago with a win last night over the Cubs. They could climb over 500 for the first time this year. They trailed entering the eighth inning. They put up two runs to tie it, and then Joe Panic delivered. So now Joe Panic with a chance to put the Giants ahead. And he swings and he slashes one fair. Pass third, down the left field line, into the corner. Racing around third to score the go-ahead run is Slater on a Joe Panic double. <laughs> Five to four oh. Giants. That's John Miller, right? I got to tell you, I was watching the whole series with the Mets and the Giants over the weekend, you know, and I'm watching Joe Panic. And, you know, he's a good player, real good player, but I got to say, he might have the best name in pro sports. Absolutely. Joe Panic. Yeah. It sounds like a, like a fake name. It sounds like something in the neighborhood. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Joe Panic. Joe <laughs> Panic. It does. It, it sounds like a fake I name. I tell you all the time. I'm telling you. Anyways, I like it. Joe Panic. I like it. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can play off it, too. Yeah, Joe yes, Panic. Have can. no fear. There's right. a lot of things you can yeah. do Joey's, there. Uh, well Joey said. knows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Joey knows. I have a friend, Joey Numbers. Right. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. You, 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 Tommy you, Two Fingers. Yeah, there's all different types. Right. I grew up in a lot of... I don't know if I want to meet all your friends. Yeah, there. yeah. I had a guy... Uh, okay. Tommy, Johnny. Yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> Covering the whole game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's how we did this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Joe Panic. <laughs> no panic in the Giants. There you go. They won their uh, their their seven out of eight games, five four within two games of that wild card spot now in the National League. Uh, Twins, a little bit of everything in there. Went over the Yankees on pace to already shatter the home run record for a single season. They belted five more out of the yard. Also turned a triple play in the first inning. They beat New York 8-6. NFL news, Odell Beckham Jr., the highest paid receiver in football, as you guys were talking about with him a little bit. He makes about $18 million per year with the Browns. Apparently the Saints' Michael Thomas wants even more. Two-time Pro Bowl are asking for $20 million per year. New Orleans, according to Yahoo Sports, right now offering between 18 and $19 million a year. And the Falcons' Julio Jones might get that $20 million a year first. Reports say Jones at any moment could get a deal from the Falcons hitting $20 million per year. The Giants officially inking first-round pick quarterback Daniel Jones, but Eli Manning apparently will be the under center to start the season. Back to you guys. All right. Who starts? Who's going to... Who's gonna start for the Giants? Oh, Eli. Does he, he think Eli? He's gonna. But by okay, let's. Let me rephrase that. By week five, does oh, Daniel Jones Eli beat still, him out? You still no, think I, it's Eli? I okay. Think, unless he, unless it's just unless they're zero and four and Eli's a disaster. I, I think Jones will play at some point because I don't think the Giants will be a playoff team. But I think you I think, think it's Eli's, Eli's, yeah. Eli's deal the whole way through. If it was in New York, not the whole way. If it was in New York, I think <clears throat> it might be Jones sooner, but. Yeah, considering how things went, the booing—they right, don't right. want to throw the guy into the yeah. fire right away. I think wondering. that's the issue. But I'm just yeah. wondering. Why? Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I, I kind of—I—I—I think the well, start no will competition, be like, right? Right. I just got a feeling like by mid by mid season something. Oh, I could change. see that by middle part of the year, but you're asking me week five. You're looking yeah. at you know early October. I still think Eli's your starter. Fans could get impatient, though, sooner. If they want to see something from Jones, this is the guy they spent the sixth pick, right. and they didn't want to. They yeah. weren't happy about it, and they want to see what they he can do right change. away. Well, Mike, uh, who do you want to see as a starter? You want to go with Eli still? Oh, yeah, you got to start with Eli, and I hope I don't no, I'm saying, see. Is that what you want? You're an Eli fan. You're a Giant fan. You're an Eli fan, right? Yeah, I want the Giants to start with Eli, and I hope I don't see Daniel Jones this year, and everything goes there well. There you go. Uh, I hope Eli, a playoff I hope that Eli plays every game, and they're in the playoffs. That would be the dream scenario. Oh, that's great. Okay, well, hopefully true your loyalty. dreams come true. Yeah. Okay, here you go. 
Everything's going to happen oh, yes. perfect for Mike. I have no problem. Well, I ex, he's, he's, I ex, he, and he, then wants I re- he wants relevancy. Yeah. He wants yeah. the Giants to win. Yeah. I mean, uh, that would be the goal is they win the Super Bowl. Right. You're starting Jones Daniel Jones week one. You're not. You're going to be a. You're going to be an irrelevant football team. Yeah. No. I, I'm just saying. I just was curious what's going over. on. Yeah, before you know, it begins. But if things know. are going poorly, I'm all about making the switch. So we'll see. Yeah. What no. No. I don't. I don't blame you on that. Well, I was just wondering. Just it's interesting. Going to keep an eye on that. Get, Did uh, uh, when do you drop in your podcast today? Uh, I'll offic- it has officially been out since last night. Uh, oh, you but I will it last do, night. I'll do all the social media aspects yeah, after well, our show most, today. That's what uh, he doesn't know the terminology. I'm going to help him. So when he did last, it? no, he did a soft launch last night. Oh, uh, you you understand the terminology? Most. When's the hard launch? The hard launch is today, correct, Mike? Yeah, it'll get. Uh, it, yes, the hard launch will be today. We'll circle up later. We'll launch it hard today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. very hard. Congratulations. Good and uh, yeah, perfection. And <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm hoping that people, you know, I noticed some of the We Over Nation is already. What time was the soft launch last night? I was in the middle of a sentence. Um, I noticed that so, I'm still geez, in the middle of a sentence. What sense. time was it soft? Oh, okay, um, I guess I'm done talking. No, no. Just, uh, I just won't actually, say anything. It's actually been uh, <laughs> yes, sometime yesterday. <laughs> Can't do this. He's, this guy's, it's just his show. He's not even dialed into the podcast. Shower with me. Basketball Drives, I believe, is the name. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. yes. We can talk about it another time. No, he, he does that. This is what he does. He acts like he don't want to promote it. And he does, oh, come on. And meanwhile, he, he, it's total promotion. Well, I, begged I, me last week no, to promote yeah. it. Begged me. I did not. not I feel here. uncomfortable here. promoting it here using this platform. Why? But I don't mind using platform. my own personal account. Basketball drives, Moose soft launch last night, hard launch this afternoon. And That's some right. of the We Over Nation already promoted it. Yeah, Lean Mean, our friend Moose, Lean Mean. All of a sudden, I love the We Over Nation. They're fantastic. They're going to support. If you support. Mark, Mark, If you support them. I mean, if you support... But shouldn't you, you do know. the reverse, though? Shouldn't you do the hard launch at night and the soft launch in the afternoon? No. This is where you're incorrect, too, because you don't understand how this works. Most people oh, don't. Welcome to the club, Moose. So <laughs> this is the thing. The glasses come off. This is the thing. The soft launch always goes first. It's like you can't go to third base till you go to first, my friend. Oh, okay. So the Your soft restaurant. launch is first base. The hard launch is second and third, like a double or triple. Right. You're hoping no. for a home run, but I'm looking okay, Mike, so I don't the think hard this, launch is better in the afternoon. Yeah. And um, the soft launch at night. No, 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 no. The soft launch is just a one-time launch to get the word out and just a little teaser. Okay. So you do that at night. But in my professional opinion, you should try to drop a podcast before 12 noon so people, wherever they live in the country. So a morning launch. Correct. That's yeah. that's what I'll do. Yeah, after, my podcast after this, drops after my responsibilities are done here. That's what I'm going to get to. Mm. Right. So my so you're sh- a morning man. Yeah. Well, he he does oh, yeah. all of his work in the morning. You know. <laughs> no, so no. then I take a nap. <laughs> yeah. The Taz show will <laughs> drop true. today. By the way, if being, speaking of podcasts. Oh no one needs. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're covering the raw reunion. That'll happen. Taz, we're going to yeah. talk about that a little bit later yeah, on no, the program. Not too so. much though. I can't give away too much. What's going to be in the pod? You well, know. What I, mean? I I'm not. I, no, I just can't. You know. I basically want to talk about the Raw Reunion here to promote my podcast. Okay, okay. great. There I need you. your help with that, We'll hard, we'll hard you know, launch it later on. Oh, boy. Now there we're talking. All right. See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> 855 cbs 855-212-4227. It's uh, Taz of the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Frank Thomas. You're listening to Taz and Moose on the CBS Sports Radio. That's right. 
right. You're right about Frank. that. That's right, Frank. Yes, thank you, Frank. Appreciate that for bringing us out. Another one of our friends. Brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done. This week, Adam Jones. Jones finished three for four with an RBI against his former team as the Diamondbacks doubled up with the Orioles six to three in Phoenix. Player of the week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. Ezekiel Elliott has reported his uh, surface that a uh, couple things uh, update what we chatted about yesterday, where yes, the sir. report was is that. Elliot uh, might be planning some trip outside the country. Um, right. He's looking for a new contract, and we understand that. And, you know, um, we had a good conversation yesterday about it. Now the report is that maybe Elliot hasn't decided one way or the, another whether or not to hold out. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's like this is maybe he never, you know, n- that was a rumor, and we talked about the potential of going out of the country during training camp uh, just to send a message, I guess, to the Cowboys or whatever. Uh, you know, I, Maybe it was just maybe it's just a way for him. Maybe he never had any intentions to go out of the country, but he's doing that just to kind of no sell it. Act like yeah, whatever. You guys don't want to sign me right now. You want to re up me? I should say or whatever. Or then whatever. I'll go to Prague. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like it could have been that. Maybe he's just going to be sitting in his mansion in Dallas, acting like he's in Prague. You know. But um, who knows? I, I, you know, we're going to get this. This guy's such a polarizing guy, and it's the Dallas Cowboys and quote unquote America's team and all that. It's uh, and he's polarizing, like I said. So Zeke Elliott. So I, we'll stay on top of it. But I don't know, man. I I, I think he's going to hold out. I think he's going to. Do you? Well, let me ask you this. Do you do you think the fact that he has not made that decision one way or the other would lead you to believe that um, that contract negotiations between his representation and the Cowboys are going well? Do I think they're going well? No, I, I guess with the latest report that he has not decided yet oh, to, okay. whether or not to hold out, right? That decision is yet to be made. Do you think that would lead one to believe that negotiations on extension between the Elliott and the Cowboys are going well? Uh, yeah, I would think that. I would think they're probably not going well. Oh, you think so? Yeah, okay. I do because I think that there's just been a lot of just. A, I know it sounds weird. I just think there's been a lot of air already about this. And he's going to go out of the country. He's not. Now, he might not hold out. Now, he might, you know, that type of thing. I just feel like maybe that's the Cowboys getting that out there, that he might not hold out, you know, to, to cool things down. You know, it just seems like there's a lot going well, on right. here. Right. I, I would think that I would think that the communication is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, I, 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 I think I most would at, agree with you. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would probably look at it that if he decides to show up in, what, four, is it three days now? Three days until Cowboys, the start of Cowboys yeah. training camp, right? Um, I would think then, Taz, that if he is there at the starting training camp for the Cowboys, that then things are looking pretty good. Right. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I, I just feel like, I don't know, I, don't know, I just have a gut instinct that, that it, it, he's, he, it's going to end up being him holding out. I don't know why. I mean, and, and, and I think he, a lot would agree that. Well, if they're talking, I mean, if he's not going to hold out, that means that the, the, everything's going the right direction between the Cowboys and Elliott. Yeah, and 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 that listen, and and hopefully, and he's looking for a no, new contract. He's looking for more security. We know how productive he has been. The Cowboys understand, and Taz, he's got the leverage because Dallas understands that. You know, they need Ezekiel Elliott uh, at his peak in order to help out Dak Prescott, in order to help out that offense and get everything going. So. Uh, they need Elliott at his peak, and they need him to be a happy camper, and they want to reward him for the running back well, that he has been. Now, the concerns you have is Elliott away from the football field. The right. concerns you have is 
is uh, will that behavior, uh, you know, some of that behavior come to an end? Uh, that's what the Dallas Cowboys are hoping for. But when it comes down to the brass tacks of it, wins and losses, the Cowboys can't win football games offensively without Ezekiel Elliott. I totally agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But the other thing, too, is, you know, you know, as you know, I mean, and we're seeing it with, with, uh, with what's there, Melvin Gordon and stuff like that with the Chargers. I mean, paying running backs right now, uh, last year, this year, you know, he, you know, it, it's a divisive issue. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, these these guys are so important, but yet you're not seeing, you know, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, we saw what happened with Lev Bell, and so he sat out the whole year with the Steelers, now he's a Jet, you know what I mean? Like, so that whole thing is kind of a little bit, like I said, divisive issue. And Le'Veon issue. Bell, yeah. some would argue, made a mistake. I mean, he let $14.6 million slip through his fingers. Well, we talked about I mean, it which every insane, week that that which guy was an, sitting out. It was right, crazy. which was an insane amount of money. Nuts. Now, he did get paid by the Jets, but he didn't get the contract that he was looking for. Right, right. And, you know, he's going to, 20 years from now, he's going to look back on that year that he decided not to play football with the Pittsburgh Steelers um, and, and and the loss of $15 million because that's what Le'Veon Bell did lose uh, and, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, and for those that don't know, Moose, you know, uh, Elliot is, he has two years left, I believe it is, on his rookie contract. Right. So uh, and he's slated to earn a little bit south of $4 million this season. So, you know. And he's a better player than that. Yeah, he um, totally We, we all is. understand he's totally. a better player than yeah. that. Now, some could make the argument that, okay, you might not get the same production, but I can get similar production from you know paying you know not paying a guy back, star right. status at a, back at a running spot. back at a running back spot at a running back spot and and that's been you know that's kind of been the age old question where you look at where you could find other guys that they might not have the brand name Taz they might not have the flash and dash but uh, if, if I could find productive running backs that are cheap right. they might not have Hall of Fame careers mm. and be storied franchise players but. I can find guys that can be productive. Why am I going to pay a guy right. the amount of money that I'm going to pay Todd Gurley um, right, right. or now Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, we know that, but I, you know, I can find guys that are going to be just nearly as productive, and but find them at a well, cheaper price. A Le'Veon Bell, and we'll see what happens with, with the Cowboys. You know, and with Zeke Elliott. So if they, you know, if he it ends up being a holdout situation, <clears throat> and. Um, and he's not playing, then we'll see, because you're going to have a running back who's a lot less expensive and uh, who's behind him, and Darius Jackson. Okay, I don't, I don't think Darius Jackson is going to get the productivity <laughs> for your offense that Zeke Elliott's going to. You know, that's the thing. So, yeah, these owners, they don't want to you know, pony up to pay the running backs because the amount of beating their bodies take and stuff like that and their longevity or lack thereof. I get that, but yet these guys are vital to the offense, to the quarterbacks, to the receivers, just to have, we all know this. I mean, you know, you don't have to be an expert on football. If you know a little bit about offensive football, you know, you got to have a running game to be successful. And that doesn't mean you got to run the ball just to score touchdowns. A running game loosens up the D backs and the linebackers, which loosens up your, your opportunities for your receivers and tight ends to catch the ball. Yeah, I mean, and one team football that's football one on one, right? Right, there. and one team that's playing hardball um, would be the Los Angeles Chargers, right? Right, right. where their Gordon, contract yeah. negotiations with star running back Melvin Gordon, uh, appear to be farther apart. That the you know the the Chargers are reportedly, quote-unquote, dug in uh, with respect to, to their contract uh, chats with Gordon, who averaged 5.1 yards per carry a year ago. We know how important it is to their offense. And yeah. here are the Los Angeles Chargers, and the clock is ticking on Phillip Rivers. He's another year older as your franchise quarterback. And you're in L.A., and... You're looking to build upon what was a, a, a really good playoff season a year ago. You have to make sure that Melvin Gordon is in the fold at the running back spot, but they seem to be an organization that has more of the mindset of, 
we're not going to pay Melvin Gordon what he's looking for because, you know, we don't want to pay star running backs in, in that style and fashion. They seem to be a far apart in negotiations. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It's, it's, and this guy's some kind of running back. This guy's a, it's just like Zeke Elliott. This guy's legit. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. These guys are stars. These guys are like very important guys to the offense, but. Like we were just saying here about about with the um, you know with the Dallas Cowboys, the same thing with the Chargers, with the LA Chargers. By the way, I called the Chargers San Diego last week, and Andrew Bogus jumped down my throat like what I did Ramos. I made the you know I, I called you know San Diego Chargers. I mean, it happens still. No, right, it does happen. You're right about it's that. It's tough not to think of them. Right, in San it's just Diego. a slip. Right. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Like oh my God. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. We'll move on. Right. It's obviously stuck with me though. I could tell. I'm hurt. I could tell. Well, you're bothered by it. You don't I like am. being correct. I don't. I Smartphones, are they destroying college football attendance? We'll get into that next. It's Taz and Moose on this Tuesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 